Okay. Here we are. Hello. It's been a long time <laughs> coming. Imagine as our voices Can come into me? your ears that you are seeing um, little, uh, I don't even know how to describe those. They're like fan, they're Shenyun yes Avatar in like lover colors, fan fluttery things, mother bug. Underneath which is Miss Taylor Swift. Yes. Uh, um, we're here on the eve of, of Speak Now TV. Yes, but we But first are. we have to discuss our tours. Our tour. Yeah, we wanted to do a little recap because as of as of today, um, I've been to three Ares tours in Philly, Cincinnati, and Minneapolis, and Hannah's been to two of the three, so in mm-hmm. Cincinnati and Minneapolis too. So, and these are all the tours that we think we're going to, at least for now. Yes. Um. So it seems like a fitting time to discuss them. A fitting time, indeed. I um feel I'm really glad we got to go to two. We are the luckiest girls alive. Um, yes, that we got to go to multiple shows, and we also had like we were talking about this after Cincinnati that it was such a different experience between the two. Like for our, I mean, for you for three, but our Minneapolis show, we were way way up in the um like in the nosebleeds and then for our cincinnati show we were in section a on the floor row 20 in the money seats um spitting distance literally yes she probably did spit no i wish she had um (laughs) (laughs) i would pay her too uh muna i would also um yes but we um they felt like very different shows, which was fun. Yeah, absolutely. And like all three, like so my my first tour was the one in Philly, um, which was yeah, we were also nosebleeds, but we were like parallel to the stage. So for my first show, it was like honestly like partially obstructed view. But even that was so I mean, of course it was amazing just to be in the room and it was my first one, but that was such an interesting experience of like because I couldn't see the main stage like I could see Taylor on the main stage but I couldn't see the screen it was like very much more a community like collective experience of like looking out at the crowd reacting to Taylor and -hmm. reacting to what was on screen and like seeing the lights and the visual effects that are happening like in the crowd and that was so cool and then to move from that to our Minneapolis show where we were in the nosebleeds but like directly across from the stage and really getting like a bird's eye view of everything i feel like was so cool and then to go from being like okay i feel like i have a good sense of this show getting to see all of like the everything that's being projected on the the stage when you're up high and then going from that to like zeroing in to the floor to the stage and being able to like see taylor like she's not a glitter bug like she Mm -hmm. was in the first two she's like an actual human being with a form and limbs and who can spit so (laughs) pretty crazy she looked like a like i felt like it was a like the sequel to life size uh starring tyra banks i was she really looked looked like a doll she really looked barbie like in all of them Mm -hmm. like my first show i was like she's so tall i was like the fact that you can see her and her tall glimmery um louboutin boots Mm -hmm. i was like she must be giant and i did feel like she was not completely giant once we were on the floor and could Mm -hmm. like right size her um but from further away yeah she really did look like um like the tallest woman in the world yeah absolutely which like she's gotta be like it's so crazy to just be like one little human commanding an audience of sixty five thousand other little humans mm-hmm. crazy we, um 
we got really we got very lucky with our Minneapolis show because we got Dear John and um Daylight as our surprise songs. Yes, we were hashtag the lucky ones. We were the richest, richest girls in the world that night. Yeah, that so our crazy. full surprise song count. So with Philly, it was um it was Mother's Day. So we got Best Day and we got Hey Steven. So fun. Mm-hmm. Then we were literally the luckiest girls in the world in Minneapolis. Got kissed on the forehead by Taylor with Dear John literally <laughs> melted into the floor. And Daylight, oh my God, end me now. And then in Cincinnati, we got I'm Only Me with When I'm With You. Cute. And Evermore, which, oh my God, she sounded so fucking amazing on evermore i feel like Mm -hmm. that's kind of being talked about but it needs to be talked about more i fully agree i like i really i love that song and hearing her sing it without bony bear i was like she just her voice and and this is true across like the entire experience of all of the shows like her voice is just on another level these days she sounds so so good and doing evermore she sounded amazing i feel like i don't even like dear john her performing dear john is like kind of blacked out in my memory like (laughs) i was there but i don't remember it all too well um also like even just watching videos back from it i'm like you can literally barely hear her because people were screaming it so loud which to be perfect like to set the record straight i'm obsessed with like we're gonna hear it tonight on speak now taylor's version like I don't really need to hear yeah, yeah. I need her to sing it. But, like, just the group exorcism that, that was um, was more beautiful than yes. any hearing it could have ever been. Um, but people were fr- – and the, then what kills me is how she just, like, doesn't even miss a beat. Mm-hmm. And she goes into that second song. And when she went into Daylight, I was like, there's no motherfucking way. Now this podcast is explicit. <laughs> But, like, it was insane. It was really, the, like, whiplash that I felt. I have a good picture of Madeline fully sitting on the floor of the stadium when she started playing Daylight. But, like, she, like, it's the Dear John outro. She, like, takes off the guitar, walks over, immediately goes into the Daylight chords. And Mm -hmm. I was like, what is happening i'm so happy that that whole speech she did which is now infamous whatever but Mm -hmm. the whole like don't dox john mayer speech but when we were hearing it like she really talked for a long time and we were like what is about to happen before she started getting into like don't be mean to people we were scared what were we scared it was gonna gonna be be mean mean which no no shade to mean but like not worth like a a soliloquy no. And she was in a kooky mood that night. She was. Which she was being goofy. And it's also fascinating to me that she chose to play Dear John um, in a stadium, which, like, love Minneapolis, love to be, like, yeah, given such a big, fat, juicy kiss from Taylor on the forehead. But the acoustics in <laughs> the U.S. Big, Bank fat, Stadium. Juicy kiss on the forehead. <laughs> the U.S. Bank Stadium, which is the stadium in Minneapolis, is indoors. And it definitely had the worst acoustics of all three shows. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting that she chose that as the place to, like, play Dear John and Daylight. But don't get me wrong, obsessed. But the odds were not in our favor. No, it was, like, pretty hard to hear her in that stadium at a lot of different points. Like, especially when she was talking, I felt like I was, like getting it it was pretty garbled um right it wasn't like volume wise it was like right it was just garbly like you couldn't hear the enunciation was like and it wasn't on her it was just yeah the, the stadium is not space. Yeah. um but it was so good to have dear john that felt like a gift and then also after that show we walked out into a torrential downpour um it was not daylight. It was not No, daylight. it was literally like a biblical flood. It yes. was like and US Bank is like shaped like a Viking ship and it literally was giving Noah's Ark 
but everybody was like glittery, shimmery, yes. drenched, trying to figure out. Everyone was like, sequence. "Do you know where the light rail is? No. Do you know where the light rail is? No. Okay, I guess we're gonna soldier on through these puddles." Yeah, they were they were getting off the ship two by two into like knee deep puddles. As were we. We were literally we were fully soaked. Um fully fully soaked i guess now would be a good time to talk about our costumes yes so um for minneapolis we went with our friend sarah to shout out sarah and the the three of us we were the different willow remixes Mm -hmm. we were the lonely witch version the moonlit witch version and the dancing witch version yes and our glitter shimmery willow witch capes were like the wettest garments that Literally. have ever existed. They were so the fun though to flood. wear capes. I think that wearing capes uh should make a comeback because it felt very <laughs> powerful to walk around with a cape on. Um felt and like it was really the adds fair. to your choreography possibilities. Yes. That was very fun about it for me. Agreed. Um and then for our Cincinnati shows, we were um, Devil Rolls the Dice and Angel Rolls Their Eyes, um, <laughs> which also that show, so this, the Minneapolis show, we got drenched, but it was inside, but the Cincinnati show was outside and it was so hot. And part of Madeline's costume for that one was like, a, again, a big cape. Um, what is well, it called? Wings. Iris Wings? Isis wings, Isis sadly, wings. but they're like they're actually really cool. I now that I've discovered them, I'm like everybody should know about them. They're super fun. They're like crinkly wings that you can like attach to your like fingers or whatever, so that like when you move, you have like this cape wing pleated effect. They're really cool. Look them up, but they like strap around your neck. And then you can like move them with your fingers, like while you dance, to have this like wing cape effect. But let's just say that the fabric from Amazon.com was not <laughs> breathable or meant for like a hundred degree heat. But nevertheless, she persisted. She did, and we had a great time uh, with that. We. It's also-, also so crazy because the three shows like. So we're completely different temperatures. So like the first show, um, I went with two friends, Georgina and Cassie, also shout out. And we went as I was the fuck the patriarchy keychain. We like laser cut one in the studio. And then Cassie was crumpled up piece of paper. And Georgina was the scarf from All Too Well. And we were like freezing by the end of the show. That was another outdoor stadium. Um, at the Eagles Stadium in Philly. But we were so cold because we were up in like the 300s and it was drafty. It was Mother's Day. Then we had biblical flooding in Minneapolis and then we had scorched earth, deadly heat and humidity in Cincinnati. It was so hot. At various points throughout the show, I really was like, this might be uh, the end. This might be how we go. We also waited in the merch line in Cincinnati, which was, for the most part, in direct sunlight. Um, Yeah. And truly, it was not... It was so hot. It was so unbelievably hot. But we did get merch. I got um, the tie-dye tank top and a matching one for my brother. So... (laughs) Love. We're looking cool. Madeline got a cool shirt, though. I got a funny, like, the long sleeve one with the giant picture of Taylor's head. And they only had, like, big sizes left. So, like, it is fully a mini dress. And her head is, like, three <laughs> times the size of mine when I wear it. But you know what? That's that's how I prefer my ratios to be. So, it um, is cool. Did you see the new Speak Now merch that she dropped today? No. It is actually not ugly. Oh, I'm shocked, and I wait. I'm gonna look at it live time. Send you the link um, because I was pretty floored, frankly, um, that it was not as uh, appallingly bad looking as her. um, I mean, the like the era's version of the stuff that came out 
a couple <laughs> weeks ago is so bad. It is so bad looking. So bad. Uh, but this is really, you know, it's, I don't know that I would like go out of my way to purchase any of it, but it is a move in the right direction is what I'll okay. say. I'm looking, I'm looking live. Like Ooh. the sweatshirt? Fighting dragons with you? Yeah, this is actually definitely better. Yes. We're moving in the right direction. Yeah, wait, I like that. The and baby the, the list crew neck is also nice. Oh, I want to see that. I want the How the Kingdom's Lights Shined baby tee. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, playing cards? I know, the playing cards are fun. Long live all the magic we made picture frame. Okay, wait, I'm just, A, what I have to say is I'm just loving the representation that long live is getting on yes. here. So that makes me actually feel quite hopeful, and that makes me, I really hope that she'll find some way to incorporate that into the tour post-Speak Now TV. I agree. Oh, wow. Okay. Good. That makes me feel better. Maybe the contract with whoever did that ugly fucking merch has finally ended. I let's pray. Um, but <laughs> yes, it has been bleak and I'm ready for a new era of merch. Yes. Speaking of eras, do you want to talk about how you felt about the different the different eras of tour, like what was your favorite, what stuck out to you, just reactions. Look at that great segue right there. Are you a podcaster? <laughs> um, On the uh, side. <laughs> um, I loved, loved, loved Reputation, um, which loved. I think is like a similar sentiment for a lot of people, especially people who didn't like us go to the Rep Tour. Um, it really made me wish that I had I had gone. Um because it was so those songs were just like really really fun to hear live um i the like august into illicit affairs into um what is the what is the third part of that act i think it's just august and illicit affairs it's august with the illicit affairs bridge and then she but she goes into something else after that but that chunk um and then my tears ricochet yes 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 yes. that i loved and generally like i really i really loved hearing folklore and evermore um she sounded really good on both of those and i wish that she hadn't played um tolerate it that's just i'm not a tolerate it girly i think there are other songs on folklore that i prefer um, the only thing I really like about Tolerate It is to me, like, Tolerate It was the one song in the thing, which, like, I thought the choreography was, like, cool, and I, I totally agree with the sentiment that you just shared, but the only thing I appreciated about Tolerate It was, like, one song in the set list where I was like, I can actually sit yes. for this one and yes. not feel bad. It's fully, fine. Fully she's sitting. She's crawling on a dining room table. She doesn't expect me to be dancing. Um, I also really liked Vigilante shit, obviously, which, like, I don't even love that song. <laughs> no, but, like, sorry. she looks so good doing that. I was, like, watching that and it's like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I was I was pretty floored by by that. And generally all of the Midnight's tracks were really fun. And I think it was like good that she put those at the end because those are such like stadium bangers that it was really fun to close out the show with that. Um I'm really glad that Mastermind was on the set list. I love that song. Um I think the era that like I personally didn't need necessarily was probably red just because like i don't like i know that those are her her bangers those are her like radio hits but like 22 doesn't really do it for me like shake it off doesn't really do it for me um not shake it off what am i what is the i think you're in trouble uh yes or we are never ever getting back together 
Mm-hmm. Love that song, but like I just feel like I don't I don't necessarily need to hear those. I get why she plays them. I would love to hear like State of Grace. Um or mm-hmm. like but I understand why. Say say say. Yes, I would love to hear Say Say Say. I actually, you know, prayed for that as a surprise song, but um <laughs> but yeah, I I loved it. It is it's I'm going to be interested to see how she changes the set list with Speak Now because for those who are unaware, the only song she plays from Speak Now is Enchanted. Um, so I will be interested to see if that shifts. Cuts into red. I feel like maybe it will cut into like 22. Yeah. We are never, ever getting back together because those are right after. And mm-hmm. I feel like she has space because I I think I agree that, yeah, I like 22. I like We Are Never, Ever Getting Back Together. Right. They're super popular, so I get why they're there. But I also felt like i don't really have to hear this mm-hmm. but but there's then we get to something like all too well 10 minute version yes. which i'm like i would sell my soul also it's interesting because when i like my first show phoebe was the opener and maddie mm-hmm. was still there different era um maddie was playing in phoebe's band and but phoebe then joined and they do nothing new during red and that again gives like the whole red section more beef um which felt really really nice and so i think that made me like the red section more the first time i saw the show but i still i still do agree yeah um that but even i think i was really surprised by how much impact the speak now section made with just enchanted Mm -hmm. and how much it like left me wanting more mm-hmm. even though i don't know i think because i'm so familiar with red and speak now and we went to both tours both of those tours mm-hmm. i was like a little bit less excited for those sections just because i'm like i've seen this before versus like my first show that i went to i was so tickled i was like so shocked how tickled i was to hear like evermore live but yeah. i was like it was just so novel. I was like, I've never heard her sing this stuff or anything like this, like in the flesh. And we've had such intimate relationships with these albums in our homes, in our hearts, in our like headphones during the pandemic. And just, it's such a different mode from her that like when it launched into tis the damn season, which again, not even my favorite song, but I was just like so tickled on that first concert. Yeah. And I think a little bit of that novelty wore off as we saw them more. But again, similarly to you, like, but I think had less diminishing returns than maybe Evermore. And I don't mean that like pejoratively, but the reputation, when I first saw that reputation segment, having not gone to Reptor, I was like, this goes so fucking hard. And it continued to go so hard in both of the other shows. Yes. Um, and I think, I think while it made me like a little bit regretful that we didn't go to the rap tour, I also think that it hits harder in this context. Mm-hmm. Like, I think because it just feels so different from the rest of the stuff and those are such bangers and again it's songs that like i wouldn't even pick out those songs like um ready for it and look what you made me do as like the best songs ever or like songs that i choose to listen to very frequently but in a stadium they're the best songs i've ever heard like and i mean don't blame me that is a song that i listen to all the time and is like objectively fantastic but it makes me listening to rep and knowing that taylor created that album to fill stadiums and being a little bit eye-rolly about that when it happened to see it like juxtaposed with the rest of her catalog it makes so much sense and i'm so glad she made that album so we could have that section of the eras tour essentially and it mm-hmm. just like makes me trust her more i'm like it is so fun to have one era that's like this yes agreed it really paints everything in like um like sharper colors like yeah it was such a 
wonderful compliment to everything else. And I found myself like feeling like that was the the peak of the roller coaster at each show and being mm-hmm. like, I can't wait till we get to the rep. Um hill mountain whatever you want to call it yes because i want to go careening down that that peak me freaking too yeah so good i think um um other thoughts that i have about the set list yeah i think i think the man is like cute and fun but i also just think that we could fill that in maybe a little bit better with something else at the top, mm-hmm. but we're just happy to be there when it starts. So it's great. Um, I did also kind of feel like folklore maybe could have been shortened just a tiny bit. I don't know. I mean, it's like a, it's a album of the year winner. And this is just all to say if we could get like, <laughs> 17 others speak now and yeah i want the what i really want for the show cuts. to be like six hours long exactly what really sent me like literally careening off a bridge when i first heard it though was similarly the august to illicit affairs bridge to into my tears ricochet but really just that illicit affairs bridge goes so hard and her voice sounds insane um I love that. And I just like My Tears Ricochet is a song that I didn't necessarily feel confident was going to make it into Air's tour. And I'm so happy it's there. I think the visuals that they do for it are really cool. And I just am so excited to hear it. I think like when she says, like, when you can't sleep at night, you'll hear my st- stolen lullaby. And then you hear like her voice. Mm hmm in a a stadium is so impactful and insane and i feel the same way about marjorie when you hear her grandma's voice fill a stadium and i think i'm so happy that those songs are here because like at first glance you're like marjorie does that really make sense and i it works so well so it sounds so good it made me cry both times it's really like so genuinely moving and also like which is like a weird and i mean just speaks to the like success of this tour too that like we go like this includes 22 and also like look what you made me do and also a song that samples her dead grandmother's opera like and and that made me cry you know like it just is really full um some of emotional experiences that her catalog does but it's executed it was executed really really successfully i thought um in like giving you like a hit of this and then a hit of that and then you get this emotion and then it's we're screaming don't call me kid don't call me baby yes it it really is masterful in that way and like it's been said it's been said a million times, but just to to experience it is to live in like this giant smorgasbord of Taylor Swift. And I think even us who are inundated in it constantly, like to see the full buffet laid out before you is pretty astonishing. Um, and to just like then to get the full buffet of her music, but also to be on like I don't know. I felt like I was in my own personal era's tour of all of that, like of hearing Fearless, which also made me cry both times. I'm in my depression era on the era's tour, <laughs> so that maybe is um, more about me. But it was just like really cool and special to get both like all of her stuff, but then also to be able to be like, I'm in like eighth grade again like oh. i am in like my first year of college i am in like this section oh. of my life like i'm thinking of this person i'm thinking of this person and like for us to hear um i'm only me when i'm with you at our show together like all of mm-hmm. these just like little moments of feeling uh, like 
I was like, I was a little chess piece and I was being like placed in different points of her discography, but also my life was really cool. That's so fun. I feel like she wanted us to think about it like that. And she kind of talks about that in the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I didn't, I, at none of the shows did I think about the different eras as like different eras of myself. And I, I kind of wish I did because that's such an amazing perspective. It's really cool. There are so many fun, like ways that she changes songs for the tour. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like little vocal riffs or like ways that she blends. He has songs like one into the other. Like, there are so many things that I want, like, added to the oeuvre. The, like, mm-hmm. it's been a long, long time. Like, hi, my name is Taylor. And then just little, right, little of her vocal flourishes. And then, like, don't blame me for what you made me do. There's so many little things like that. But I'm like, I feel like I can never hear don't blame me again. The same. I'm like, it must like uh go into look what maybe you made me do right like in now that I'm exact way that when i play it on spotify and when i listen to bad blood there needs to be fire yes and God. when i okay, listen fire, to though, i knew you were trouble when <laughs> there we needs to be hot air in um cincinnati and it was so so hot the fire was like unbearable <laughs> it was weirdly to me it felt good but i was like please no no more hot. I cannot. Yeah. We were really gunning for in Minneapolis because the show was at the Vikings stadium. At every Vikings game, they make it snow. And it snows like mildly during um, all too well 10 minute version. And we were like, we hope she knows that the stadium can snow so she can make the entire stadium snow. And Sadly, she did not get the memo, but um, lots of elements at the Ares tour. But I thought that really helped because, I mean, I am someone who like likes I Knew You Were Trouble and I like Bad Blood. Do I like necessarily need to hear the full songs? Am I dying to? No. But I think her use of like uh, pyrotechnics, I don't know, yes. like just crazy stage stuff made those songs like really fun Mm -hmm. and really hit in the way that they they should and i think like they needed that boost a little bit in ways that like reputation just like didn't Mm -hmm. so that was cool agreed um what was i gonna say oh i just well two fully unrelated things but one i can't believe that she is going to be doing this tour for another year plus like the physicality of it the time all of it is just like crazy to think that this is just gonna keep on happening i've already said this to madeline multiple times and to literally everybody but i can't stop thinking about it like i just want to know what her like pre-show routine is slash like how is she like maintaining her body during this because it's so intense and she's gonna keep doing it for another year i really want like a full breakdown of like what does she eat when does she wake up like what does she do with her day before tour like i am so so desperate to like just even understand because it's like an olympic athlete it's really especially like i was shocked by it the first time i mean it is shocking regardless but that that tour in cincinnati when it was like i everybody was like fainting i was literally feeling weak and i hadn't at all at the other shows but just because it was so so hot and she was up there like commanding the stadium not seeming impacted by it at all with all those lights on her and the costumes and those aren't breathable i just i don't know it it did seem actually quite superhuman yeah so i don't know i um 
she's really in peak form, which I think speaks to why, like, she does want to keep doing it. Like, it is such an encapsulation of her power. And I, I don't think she's, like, sunsetting us as much as some people think that she is. Like, no, I think I she's agree. absolutely going to continue to, like, make content and everything. But I do think that I don't know if we're going to get, like, eras from her in the same way that we have. And just, like, we're going to move into something different moving on from this. But I think she is, like, so incredibly proud of her career. And just, she seems to be loving this tour. Like, she really, she just seems like the healthiest, the most in her power, the most secure that I feel like I've ever seen her. So why not keep it keep it going i think like even though it is still a mega tour she is not playing all of the places she could obviously mm -hmm. and like seems like it's being doled out very consciously so i think it makes sense i would love to go see it abroad but i also feel very satisfied so yeah yeah um i also just Thinking back to the set list, I think that Midnight's worked amazingly as, like, the closer. Mm -hmm. I think it was actually so fun to be, like, because the whole time you're just anticipating, or for me, after you crest that, like, reputation hill, I'm just like, oh, my God, don't let it be over. Don't let it be over. Even though it's a three-plus-hour show, it's so long. But I think Midnight serves really well as, like, yeah, it feels like kind of an after party to all of the other eras. And just there are enough songs and you're excited to hear all of them that like you just get to dance and have fun. But there are enough songs in that section that it's not just like sending you off with like a an encore type of thing, like two songs and like there you go. It's like you have what like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven songs to marinate and like knowing it's the end, mm -hmm. but getting to like party through it, which I, th I think was really fun. Yeah, I agree. It's really the midnight section felt very, um, like loose and yeah, celebratory. Yeah, totally. My totally tour reflection is that it was we got muna as our opener in cincinnati and again that was our very close floor show and it was so fucking fun muna killed it love them muna come on our podcast or we'll go on chaotic um it was they were really really good we also had gracie abrams for that show um who you saw madeline but i was um frantically purchasing water so I wouldn't die. Um, but Muna, chef's kiss. Um, but I was just going to say, I think I speak for the both of us when I say that we have an extremely parasocial relationship with Muna. <laughs> yes. And that I was really, like, like made it worse. <laughs> I was like, my best friends are on stage. I was like making faces at them. We like I was bits. like, we were doing bits. We were fully like, I mean, they just deserve to have, no pun intended, some number one fans, like, in the front row. And we, like, scooched way up to the stage um, the for their set. not happy? No, he was mad at me and my wings who were taking up the entire aisle. But that's not my problem. Muna's playing. It's church. I'm worshipping? Yeah, with my ISIS wings, yeah, which are meant actually, which for, are meant for worship. worship. <laughs> um but it was really fun. I mean, I was like, we're just hanging out with our pals, Katie, um, Naomi, Katie, and Josette. Yeah. I was yeah. literally listening to their podcast uh, mere hours ago. Uh, my good friends. But that was really fun. And that was part of the reason we wanted to go to Cincinnati was because yes. we were like, we have to see Muna open for Taylor. And it 100% did not disappoint. And I'm so proud of them. It them. takes so much I love to... My friends be in a stadium like that with people who are there to see taylor swift like it's just very brave and they are incredible so and we had so much fun being their groupies yeah 
It was really, really so, fun. Yeah, it was lovely. Um, um I just realized yeah. we're 13 minutes away from getting speak now. Oh, because we're, we're in... central time. Oh my gosh. That's great. I was getting worried about staying up. Yeah, wait, I didn't even think about that. Um, um I did get spoiled on the lyrics change for Oh my um, god, I don't want to hear it. Revenge. I won't say anything. I mean, I guess you can if you want to. No, I won't spoil you. Oh, interesting. How did you get spoiled? Somebody tweeted the hmm. like um are you are you thumbs up, middle thumb, or down thumb? I don't really have a take. I keep there. Everybody has so many takes about it. Like they're so. I, I I think it's like I think the the slut shaming lyric is kind of fun in the same way that I think the um, the, <laughs> homophobic. the homophobic version of Picture to Burn is fun. Um, and like, there's just a lot of like people are like doing a lot of um, moralizing about like it's actually good that she changed the lyrics because like she uh, was like subject to so much misogyny, uh, and so it's a reflection of her changed values. And then some people are like, it's bad that she changed the lyrics because like she's only doing it so she won't like get in trouble from yeah. like the woke police and i'm like i don't think it really is that deep like I, no. I don't know like i don't really have a real you can um, moralize it however you want pretty much exactly i think the lyric itself is um i i like the lyric itself honestly and i think if it were removed from the context of replacing right um what it is that people would be more into it so I honestly preferred the homophobic one to the slut shaming one. And I think while I do also kind of, I think it's a little bit fun and I wouldn't mind if it had stayed. I feel like I understand the want to change it. If you, if you have the tools in your arsenal, like why not? Also she could release both, (laughs) but, but I do think, I, I think that that's probably like, I think her choice to change it, is is fine and i I think yeah it's just seizing an opportunity which like is cool agreed and i didn't read this but i did see like somebody because i guess the vinyl like leaked um earlier i think today or yesterday and so somebody else posted a they posted photos of like the the like um liner intro essay thing um which i didn't read but i will be intrigued to to read yeah i'm super excited to read that and i'm very in excited a few to hear short tracks. hours um, short minutes in 10 minutes yeah oh my gosh so true in 10 minutes okay final um eras tour stuff i mean we'll definitely be revisiting it and we'll be coming at you with a with a speak now tv episode in short succession but i think highlights from eras tour that we haven't touched on are we reunited with our best friend yes andrea swift which was so freaking lovely and made me so happy to see her there she looks great she looked like she's doing well her hair is so long yeah i think it's extension slash it has to be I mean, yeah, it definitely is. But I love to see her living her truth with her long hair and her big dog. And she was with Scott and like some of their friends, question mark, um, in one of the Cincinnati VIP booths. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, I mean, she was hugging fans. She was signing things like in some ways. I think it was different to see it with adult eyes and be like, um, I don't know. I think when we were younger and that, and it was in the era of Tumblr and stuff, it was just so exciting. And now it was like, I feel a little bit bad for this woman being like swarmed yeah. with all of these people who like want to like make a TikTok about mm-hmm. meeting her or whatever. But especially when she's like a cancer survivor and like at her daughter's show. But it also really made me happy because I know that she loves to do that stuff and to be able to do that. Like the old days at one of Taylor's shows is like 
also such a gift. So it just made me happy to see her there. Yes, I agree. It was really, it was sweet. And she seemed like happy to be there, even, you know, despite the throngs of people with, like, it was really kind of crazy. She was getting swarmed. Um, But you know what I told myself because I was thinking about it more and I'm like, I think that was 100% like a conscious decision that she made because if they don't want that to happen, if she like doesn't want to be in the thick of it, they A, don't need to walk through like that, Mm -hmm. like from the back. B, they have at many other shows like been in a booth. Yeah. And like they could have like there was security at the VIP tent. Like if she didn't want people to be doing that, then they would have made sure that it wasn't happening. That's a good point. Absolutely. Yeah. So that made me feel better about it. And we did like get the chance to talk to her and everything. And she acted like she remembered us from our Chewbacca days, which was so sweet. And we got a photo with her that I will seriously treasure. And we need to post something like with our red era photo with her. Um, and today's because what an incredible, incredible full circle moment. And yeah, just one that I won't take for granted. Agreed. Um, any other eras tour thoughts? Um, only like 17 million, but (laughs) now we're thrust into a new era. So I don't know. I suppose. I don't know. Do you have anything left? Um, it was really cute. I will say it was really sweet to see like so many, like at our Minneapolis show, there was a family across the aisle from us. The dad was like going crazy dancing with his kid who was like probably yeah. like eight. There was at the Cincinnati the show, even. a really sweet like mom and her daughter who must have been like, I don't know, maybe 10. And they were like just having such a good time and like singing to each other. It was really, it was really, really sweet to see um, all of the like, it, it just, which is true at all Taylor shows, but I think it's like, it feels different to go to one as an adult rather than like as a, someone who is the majority age, you know, of a Taylor Swift right. show. It was really like sweet and special to be watching so many different like relationships enjoying what we enjoy in our relationship and like to see all of these different um just like so many people who love her and love yes. the music and we're like having just like so much fun it was so it was really like i i looked at that mom and daughter at one point and, and cried watching them having fun like yeah it was just really and like seeing all the groups of friends and seeing people just like like trading friendship bracelets we went to the cincinnati zoo randomly and and people it was like a taylor swift if you showed like your tickets or wore merch then you got discounted entry so like everybody there was wearing taylor swift merch which was very fun to feel like an extension of the concert but people were still like trading friendship bracelets also made me cry at the zoo like it was just really it, it felt really special to be able to be in it and observe like all of these people who share this thing they love and in in the moment of loving it all of the animals at the cincinnati zoo had taylor swift themed enrichment it was so funny and that was the thing that just made me like honestly kind of awestruck like and i think that was something that i felt like i really felt that in cincinnati because i was like this isn't our home but watching it happen in philly and watching it happen in minneapolis Mm -hmm. and being like something that is so special and sacred to us and like we've always thought was such a big deal it's like the world like it is the summer of taylor swift like across the world and just i don't know like we've been fans since like Right, we were begging my mom to take us to a show. We were those kids, like, mm-hmm. who couldn't go without a parent or whatever. And to be, like, 15 years later, like, this thing that we've always believed in, this art that we've always believed in, is now, like, at its zenith. And, like, 
Yeah. I mean, I said this to Hannah, this feeling of like, like, damn, we bet on the right horse, Mm -hmm. like not in a way that like, I don't know, not in a way that I'm like, oh, we won, but it just makes me like so much believe in again, the taste and the power of teenage girls, which I always knew that what we were saying and what we were loving was good, but it feels very, um, like edifying Mm -hmm. and to see the world reflect it back but more than that and more than like the satisfaction that that gives it is just this feeling of like like joyful celebration with so many more people who are like in the fold a but just so much more like available and apparent who like love the same things that we do and that's pretty crazy and special and so cool to live through like oh my god this thing has become bigger than we ever expected we knew it could but like it really happened Mm -hmm. oh i love i love taylor so much i never want her to go away or stop i don't think she will I don't think so either, but I'm like, literally, you are the fabric of my life. Like, you are mother in (laughs) such a huge way. I am your mother. You listen to me. (laughs) Oh, and now we're a mere minute away. Yes, one minute away from being thrust what's the quote like oh, ceaselessly, ceaselessly born into the past <laughs> the boats really beat along the shore that. yeah <laughs> the green light of a new era that's us in the distance the purple light uh, well we'll see you on the other side with some hot takes um and i love taylor swift i love eras tour i love you same love 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 um gonna <laughs> go listen stay, stay, to stay, love 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 <laughs> yes <laughs> okay. okay i have to go listen bye, bye.